my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. It's Geek Stuff, TNG. What the fuck is a reboot? We're gonna be rolling out a lot of new things. Where the stars of this piece of shit? Oh, are you? I am the sandwich. No one of consequence. You can find me on Xbox at Fat Dumbledore. <laughs> you know what keeps going through my head? Where's my sandwich? To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am West Coast Scott! How the hell did I get roped into this? Show me what you got. Scotty, beam me up. The force is strong with this one. And I am Big Kev. Hail to the king, baby. Yo, that kid Monty is fired. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. And here we go. Just standing there I thought I was only dreaming, yeah I kissed you then Then once again I think that it's real easy to title this episode this week, and it's Doctor Doctor, <laughs> because there's a lot Give of doctors the in the I news. Got a bad case. Only, only if you use the song by the Thompson Twins. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I have to go back and change the intro. The Thompson Twins version. All right. No, no. Doctor bad. Doctor, can't you see I'm burning, burning? Remember. I, I do remember. I was thinking more of uh, the other one from WKRP in Cincinnati is what I always think of. But uh, all right, well let's so let's let's just jump jump into it because I know we've got a little bit of a time crunch today. Um, I was not able to go see Multiverse of Madness over the weekend. And yeah, you, because you were incommunicado trying to fucking talk to you all weekend long, and I'm like, are you alive? Because West Coast Scott has never not responded to me in a timely manner. And I sent him like 15 texts. And I'm getting nothing back. And I'm like, great. It's the first producer who has kicked the bucket on vacation. <laughs> no, man, I'll tell you, I've had uh, in the last two weeks, I've had two business trips, a trip to Legoland and a trip to Great Wolf Lodge, which is a giant indoor uh, water park uh, and and three birthdays out of the five people in my immediate family. So it's been a, quite a busy uh, couple of weeks. So I do apologize for not responding in a timely manner to certain texts about certain situations about that thing. We got to take care of that thing, but we'll take care of it. So don't worry. You got to take care of the thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I certainly haven't had enough time to see uh, Doctor Strange. I did get to catch up on. Uh, a couple of other things while I was on uh, on the planes back and forth to places. So I am caught up on 
uh, Moon Knight, which I believe we're going to talk about next week, and Doctor Strange, I think we're going to talk about next week. Uh, I also finished Witcher, the Witcher season uh, two as well. So if anybody wants to talk about that six months ago, I'm I'm ready. I would because I did like that show. So yeah, so I, I figure we can do that. But you didn't get to see uh, Doctor Strange either. So I literally, as we we're speaking, I just booked my Saturday ticket. So you're going to see it this Saturday. Okay. I'll this try Saturday to see it. see it. I'll try to get out to see it this week. I, I don't know if I will be able to. I it while we were talking about it. <laughs> oh, multitasking while the show's going. You're booking tickets. Kev's doing something on his iPad. Who knows? It's all, all right. Filters. Oh, it looks like, I mean, it's like there's. Oh, I just figured it out. Never mind. I thought my yeah. iPad was cracked. I mean, and you would know, you would know that Kev was messing around on his iPad and that Sandwich was booking tickets if you were watching live, uh, which you can do for just $10 a month over on the Geek Stuff Patreon. I'll go backwards. For $10 a month, you get to watch the show as we do it live. For $5 a month, you get the bonus round, which is the weekend bonus shows, the Sandwich Shop, you get the vintage episodes twice a month of Big Kev's Geek Stuff. For $3 a month, you get the Early Bird Special, which is the show as soon as we're done recording it and I'm done editing it. Usually that's uh, either Monday night or Tuesday early. Uh, and then you also get the prep sheet, which I put a lot of work into the prep sheet. And then uh, for a dollar a month, you can just chat with us over on the Discord. A little action on the Discord server concerning the doctors that we're going to be speaking about this episode. Uh, another way that you can uh, work and interact with the show uh, other than the Discord is by giving us a call on the GVM line. 201-730-2547. You can also send us an email. At geeksoftng at gmail.com. And you may hear yourself on a future episode of TNG or hear your email read aloud by The Sandwich. Um, or you can also follow us on all the social medias, right? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's geekstufftng in all of those places. So we got the business like out of the way right up front. That's good. Ooh, Ollie, that was quick. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right. So again, uh, so the only one who has seen it is uh, Big Kev. Any any yeah. comments in general? Can, can I just say? Me? Can I just say on that email thing that we're gonna have sandwich read the emails? Serious emails only. Please don't send emails that have funny things in him that you feel like you want to have sandwich say. So <laughs> we just want to make sure serious emails only. No no tongue twisters. <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 you know, little innuendos and weird things that we try to get them to say. <laughs> What's with your hair today, by the way? It's uh, definitely my headset. If you want to see the sandwich's hair on the live show, all you have to do is support us on the Patreon. There we go. Silly rabbit. Segways are for kids. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, I've seen Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness in the one theater on this island. Hmm. See what's funny is I always forget. Like, do they only have one screen? Yeah. So, oh, so is it's there not ever, even like, a competition for like a movie? Like, do we play this or this? Is there has there been I, competition? I, I don't. I mean, in this day and age, I don't think so. I think everybody knows what the big movie is going to be, right? So what do they do with the other? Do they just run the same film all day? Or do they do like alternating? Like, we want Spider Man for a day well, and then Strange. Well, how about this? I know this is going to blow your mind, Sandwich, because you never lived in this world. Uh-huh. But they don't show movies all day. They don't even show them <laughs> like four every, hours a day, maybe. every day. Yeah. There's like one showing. No, so what I'm saying is, yeah, they don't change. 
No. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, no, wait it's a the minute. same film, just are, whatever no, they're playing. Are you no, saying it's literally like it's literally like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I don't know, like maybe Monday, and then like maybe Thursday or something. There's like a couple of days where they don't show any movie. So are so not saying, not only do they only have one screen on the island, it's not even open seven days a week? Correct. Wow, that blows me and, away. And on the days when it is open, it's one showing. They don't even have like an eight o'clock and a ten o'clock. It's like no. just once a day. Once you miss it, you're just out. You're out. Wow. Well, the guys who work there like volunteers. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure they're paid. I'm pretty sure they're paid. There's a guy in the back but, cranking the the old style projector I mean, by hand. Cranking? No, he's on a giant hamster wheel, just <laughs> pushing it. No, you're. I mean, made of listen, bamboo. That theater opened in like 1934. You know, so you're not far off with regards to at least the way it looks. You know what I mean? Like it. I, and I need to say this. It's a really nice little old Art Deco theater. It hasn't been restored. It's been, you know, sort of kept up, if you follow my meaning. It's not yeah. like that. You remember that theater that uh, we talked about? I went to Wizard of Oz there, like right. in upstate New York. York. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what that theater is called. It's amazing, whatever it is, but I can't remember what it's called. But the point is, is that that theater is like restored. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It has a lot of the, the, the original fixtures and seats and decorations and things. This is just like, okay, somebody got this theater at one point was like, fuck it, just paint everything black, <laughs> you know, like that. And, you know, like this, you know, there's like, they have the standard theater seats, which actually are very reminiscent of the ones that I saw at that beautiful theater that I cannot remember the name of in upstate New York. Someone looked that up. Um, and um, what? You actually beautiful theater in upstate New York. You talked ah, about yes. it on a previous episode that you no, wanted look, to do no, a, that you wanted like, to do a look, live look show like there. Classic. Look at like classic theater in upstate New York or like old movie theater. I bet it's the first thing that comes up. The moment you say it, I'll know it too. Why are you crying? Stop crying. And I can't, it's, it's in like one of those towns too that you always hear about, but you've never been to, but unless you've gone to this theater, like not, not fish kill. What is it? Shit, I can't remember the name of it. Damn it. Um, anyway, if, if one of you finds it, that's fine. Um, the point is, is that, you know, it does have some of those, you can see some of the old features that are still there, but they basically just kind of whitewashed it, so to speak. And there's one screen. It's not that big, not a big screen. The sound is okay. It's not great. It's okay. Works. Um, and that's, what you get and then yeah they're open however many days a week they're open it's one showing per day i saw the saturday night show i think it was at 7 30 and yeah and then that was it but i imagine i imagine that they only show the movies um one time perhaps because that may have some Thing to do with how much they pay in order to show that movie does that make sense right mm -hmm. well you'd think you know, that they would if, pay if one price to get the print one time five days a week versus five times a day for seven days a week 35 viewings versus seven i imagine it's cheaper for them just to show seven. Oh, so what you're saying so i would think okay i pay whatever for the print of this film that i can roll as many times as i can 
first of all 20th century i know there's no print i know there's no print film. in the film <laughs> but but i mean you know what i'm saying but what you're saying is every time i roll it i pay x number of dollars and if i'm rolling it to an empty theater i'm losing money as opposed to i'm going to roll it once i'm no i'm going to have a full theater so i make my maximum profit because it's a yeah. fixed cost per airing not a variable cost by how many people go and see it i think that's the way it works because i can't fathom a reason I mean, honestly, they need four people to run this theater. They need one person to sell tickets and they need three people at the concession stand. And then all four of them, you know, or maybe three of them, maybe the three at the concession stand or, or four at the concession, whatever, they clean up before the next show. So I can't imagine that's the overhead. I mean, it could be like electricity. You know, there, there, there are, I'm sure are other factors at play here that I'm not necessarily aware of, but I think from the perspective of, of the fact that they don't have a long schedule, it has to have something to do with what they pay to show that film. Hmm. Nothing else makes sense. Interesting. How about the Eastman Theater in Rochester, New York? No, that's not it. Oh, I thought that was it. I thought that was it. Okay. If you know what theater Kev's talking about, call the GVM line, 201-730-2547. I'll have remembered it by then. I know you probably know this, so if you're listening, let us know. (laughs) Let us know. Um, So, yeah. So, so Benedict Cumberbatch is very happy and wants to play uh, the Doctor, or Doctor Strange for 10 more years, he says. So, he's, like, loving the part. I guess I would assume he doesn't get killed off in this one, and he's still going to be around. Um, Oh, or does he? Well, so, multiverse. Well, I mean, if he wants to play it for 10 more years, it would be tough to do that if they killed the character, unless he's going to be... Doctor Strange Supreme, right? The one with three eyes. No, it's it's Doctor Strange. It's Doctor Strange from Earth, number 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 here. Could be that. You know, they just Rick and Morty it. Where if we kill off a character, we just bring in bring in a replacement from another universe. Just enter stage left. Yeah. Evil Morty. Evil Morty, and then uh, there was also Disney did not cut like uh, there's like some random reference to like somebody having two moms or something like that that Saudi Arabia did not want in it and they said no we're not taking it out so if you don't want to play the movie oh well yeah so Disney's you, you very know, forward you know whose that character because... that was that has two mommies I would, I would assume it's America hmm? oh, it what did you say Kev I, I said do you want to know what character has two mommies and then I said it's Doctor Strange but that's that's not true It's it was not his character All right. <laughs> uh, well speaking of doctors Let's move on to The Doctor. They made the announcement of who's going to be the 14th Doctor in the Doctor Who series. I know this is right in your wheelhouse. Where's little Fifi when we need her? But is he the 14th Doctor? Is there there some controversy? Is this this old news? I don't know. Who is it? It's Nkunti Gatawa is the actor's name. I know him from the show Sex Education on uh, Netflix. Right, the one that has um, oh, what's her face from the X Files, Jillian Anderson, is that her name? Oh, okay. Right. Um, so she's the, she plays the mom of a high school boy, and she is a sex therapist, and it, you know, and it's about his high school, and it's it's in it's filmed in uh, somewhere in England and or the UK, and it's a really really strong show, very good acting, very good uh, very good storylines. Um, but anyway, this uh, this actor plays like the best friend of the main character and he's really good on the show so i think that he's i think that he's quirky enough he's also uh 
He's also black. I think he's be the first black doctor, right? And I think that he but not is the first one with an afro. <laughs> it's true. What was that? Uh, was it Tom? No, it wasn't Tom Baker. Who? Which? What's the one you're taking? Is, is, is it Tom Baker or number, or is it four? No, I think it's Tom Baker. It is Tom Baker. Yeah. Um, but he. The only thing I noticed because somebody asked in in the Discord chat. I think it was Anabox asked how old is he, and he's only thirty years old, so he seems a little young to be the doctor. Um, but well, I think I think that um, what's his name was also thirty years old. Uh, Matt Smith. Matt Smith was also, I think, thirty years old. I think all of his whole crew was right around that age. Yeah. Him, Karen Gillan, and the guy from the recently canceled Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. 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 Arthur Darville. Yeah, I guess that's true because that would have been the same comment when Matt Smith was cast. Is man, he's he's very young to be the Doctor, right? Because the Doctor's an old soul, right? So that's why, like Capaldi. People said that he really brought out kind of the the angry old man that could be in in the Doctor, but I, again, I think that I think that this actor is going to definitely have uh, the quirkiness. I think he's going to be do well at the quirkiness of the Doctor. But I am sadly two Doctors behind. Right, the last time the last episode I watched was Capaldi's first, and I haven't seen any of Capaldi after that, and I haven't seen any of the Jodie Whittaker Doctor. Um, so I mean, I have quite a bit of catching up to do if I want to. Well, I got you beat. You haven't seen any of it. Never. Me either. I mean, it's, I think I say that you're missing out because uh, Eccleston and Tennant and Smith, they were all good. And I can't speak to the other ones because I haven't watched them. But, um, and again, they all grow on you, right? When it, when, when it changes. Well, I never, I never watched the, I mean, I've only seen it from nine forward, right? When they rebooted it for, you know, in 2005, I'm a modern era doctor. If I had, if I had nothing but time on my hands, I would go back and watch the old ones, and I was actually considering that. It's not like you do stuff. Jeez. Just hang around the house. But before the kids came along, I was really thinking about it. You know, we were caught up on on uh, Doctor Who, and it and we were you know really into it and enjoying it. I mean, I went yeah. to there I went go. to Gallifrey One, and I mean, you know, we were really into it. But then again, kids came right along at the same time as Capaldi. That's it. Make the, make that argument for having kids. There you go. If you want, if you want time to enjoy your geeky passions, children may not be for you. you. Hear that? You hear that sandwich? What? You hear that? You listening? He's what? signaling you. Listen. Of what? You know what? <laughs> Kids are not on the near horizon for me. All right. I don't know. I make a joke to 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 make you giggle a little bit, but yeah. You ever see me giggle? I giggle, so that's the important part. <laughs> Have you talked to him about your finances yet? This is when I got to be like Sandwich's dad. You talk to him about your finances? No, Did pa. you open a savings account with him? No, no, Pa. Him? No, Pa. I got this nice savings bond for you. It's a Series EE bond. It matures in seven years, and it doubles from 25 to 50. Anyway, that's Why ain't you in there? Yeah. All right, uh, let's do this. Geek stuff. What's in the news? So a couple of weeks ago, I know we were off last week, so we talked about Bill Murray's show getting put on, uh, yeah, put on hold, and not a show. The movie it's called Being Mortal, and it got shut down for some uh, inappropriate behavior on the set. Yes. And uh, the the quote from Bill Murray was, "I did something I thought was funny, and it wasn't taken that way." As I'm sure, almost all inappropriate behavior 
was yeah. done because you thought it was funny and the other person didn't, right? So, like, here's Not the necessarily. thing. I don't think Harvey Weinstein was cracking jokes. Uh, well, I mean, okay. I, mean, I, I would say that I guess there's two kinds of inappropriate behavior, but this Bill Murray's kind of inappropriate behavior is what one person is intending as a joke, which, you know, you really need to be mindful how the other person's going to take it in 2022. Mm-hmm. And maybe keep that joke to yourself. I mean, yeah. the guy turns 72 this year. So, I mean, he, he's been in the industry now at this point for a long time. And I appreciate him as a person. He's one of my favorite comedians of all time. But like like Scott just said, what was funny when Ghostbusters came out and what would have been funny when Being Mortal came out is not the same funny anymore. Like, there, there's a lot of more, like, lines and things. Like, there were things that they could say in TV and movies back then. They just said it willy-nilly, like, nowadays. And vice versa. There's, there's some things they can say nowadays you couldn't say back then. You know, it's there's there's different meaning to things now. And I love Bill Murray, but, you know, old man's like, oh, I thought it was funny. You, you can't say that. You can't say I did something I thought was funny. As a defense. It's not the defense. What? It's such a joke. It's a we joke. We also don't know what he said. Or did. Whatever it was. Or did. We don't know the scenario of it. I'm not trying to, to, to poo-poo on Bill Murray. I love Bill Murray. But, you know, if it's... It, 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 I can't imagine it would be a small scenario if they would cancel an entire movie over it. Right. You know what I'm saying? It can't just be like, oh, a your mom joke. You know, I can't imagine a your mom hey. joke. They didn't Ruins cancel it. It's it's on hold. Well, it's, Pending the, the inve- during the investigation. Yeah, yeah. Everything is shut down while they're investigating. Yeah. Um. And and, and the article said that basically, I, I I mean, it seems like he's apologized and they're trying to come to terms so they can get back to work. Right. I mean, like, so he's. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't know how good the apology is when you say I'm sorry, you got your feelings hurt, and you know, I meant it as a joke, but. Yeah. But we'll see. So. Yeah, back to what you just said, though, uh, Sandwich, about it being a different if different day and age. Like, just go back. I think we've talked about this on the show a few times. Go back and watch Revenge of the Nerds and realize that everything that happens in that movie, you couldn't do today. I mean, it's like, at the time, you're like, oh, it seemed real funny. And then you look back and you're like, yeah, that's bad. So. You could go to jail for that. I, oh, yeah. A whole bunch of stuff that happened in that movie you'd go to jail for. Um, Listen, you don't even have to go back that far. Go to the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> like, first season of that? No, how about first any season? How about they made fun of Raj and his accent and his culture and all the time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the time they did impressions of him and so on and so forth. You know, they did the same with Howard being Jewish, and you know, like there's, I mean, if you're looking for it, you're gonna find it. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, I kind of fall on the line here and say. I think everybody should be able to be joked about, Mm -hmm. you know, I think everybody needs to grow a tougher skin and we can't have, uh, you know, the, these sort of just snowflakes running around that every time somebody says something that is remotely could be remotely considered offensive to a a person that the world shuts down. Now, I don't know what Bill Murray said. And so I'm not commenting on that because I don't know what he said. Mm Mm-hmm. But I mean, in the terms of of making jokes like that, I think people should be able to, to, you know, to to uh, laugh at themselves at the very least, 
and not have to you know not have to cancel the world over now i and don't get me wrong i i think there's definitely a line i think a lot of people have crossed that that line you know but at the end of the day i don't think it's i don't think the the world should get canceled because uh uh james gunn made a joke on twitter 20 years ago mm -hmm. now as one example I mean, Ezra Miller is still working. You know, he hasn't been canceled, as far as I heard. You know, and, and you have other people who have made egregious jokes who are still working. But yet some people make jokes. And don't get me wrong. Again, I want to be very clear. If you break the law, if you do something that harms another person physically, uh, you know, like like that, if you are a disruptive force in the workplace, I don't care if your workplace is a movie set or uh, you, or you're a butcher, you know, or you work for some from, you know, some HVAC company. You know, if you're being disruptive in that environment to the point where other people can't do their work. That's something that needs to be addressed. And there may be consequences for those actions. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Speaking of consequences for the action, um, uh, what's it? Fred Savage fired as the Wonder Years executive producer following investigation into inappropriate yeah. conduct. Yeah. And here's another one. This is this is another one where he has had an issue in the past that was thrown out because it, you know for whatever reason, lack of. Uh, of uh and but what what happened he's he's carrying that with him now um because somebody didn't like something he said and said that he said or did something that he was proved that he did not do and now it's uh you know what what has he done is he yelling at people on the set that's one thing i heard that he's like uh, you, you know that he that he's very directorial in his capacity as director you know like i this is what i'm this is it's kind of exactly what i'm talking about you know we don't know what he did you know but the only things that i've heard about fred savage in the context mm -hmm. of this story is that he was yelling at people and he's the producer and director of this show and he was yelling at people what was he yelling was he just like come on let's go let's get it done was was that disruptive or hurtful to somebody i don't know but, you know, when they just fling these things out, like Fred Savage was fired for a comment or an action that we are not, you know, privy to, all that does is damage the man's reputation. If the man did some shit and they fire him, say what he did. Mm -hmm. Say what he did. Because that is what we need to know. Not somebody didn't like something that he did or said, you know. Hell, I do shit all the time that people don't like. I say shit all the time that people don't like. You know, but the point is, is if you're just going to say, well, Kevin does, you know, like Kevin should be canceled because he, you know, he, he said something or he did something and you don't say what the something is. All you're doing is damaging my reputation without even giving the 
people who are reading the article all of the information. I think it's the reason Johnny Depp is suing Amber Heard. I think that's got to be part of the reason because she flung out all these ambiguous terms about Johnny Depp, you know, and, and it was clearly about Johnny Depp. I don't know how anybody doesn't think it was about Johnny Depp, but she flung out all these terms and then had nothing to back it up. And didn't have to, because all people wanted to hear was, oh, Johnny Depp did bad. Disney fires him. Amber Heard is saying she was abused, so it's time to fire Johnny Depp off of Pirates. Like, without even giving him the benefit of the doubt to prove that he was innocent. Which is why he said he'll never work for Disney again. He'll never do another Pirates movie. Well done, Disney. You didn't learn the lesson from James Gunn, I guess. You know, I just don't get it. Hey, Dom, we were off last week. We should have put out a press release that said that the, the show was shut down for alleged inappropriate behavior by Big Kev. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Inappropriate. It's touching. Inappropriate touching. Inappropriate touching. I, I mean, Kev, I get what you're saying. And I, there certainly is a, 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 a differentiation to be made between something you think is a joke that doesn't land and yelling at somebody and touching somebody, sexual assault, you know, physical violence. These are all different things. But I mean, I guess to some degree you could make the other argument that it doesn't matter which one of those things that you're doing. If you're, you know, if you're hurting somebody physically or mentally, it's abuse, right? And it's, it's they're calling these things abusive behavior. And, it, you know, I would go back to, you know, Joss Whedon is, an, is, is another one. You know, we don't know exactly what he did, but, and, and, you know, you're a director, you have a vision, and you want your vision to be exactly like you want it to be, and you're frustrated when things aren't going right, and you then abuse that power by yelling at people or, you know, losing your temper or whatever it may be. I think that we have, as a society, I, I, accepted I that think... that's okay for so many years, and now we're yeah. saying that's not okay. You know, I, I just want to comment on one thing you said. You said that he's the director. He has a vision of the way he wants it to go. And he's yelling at people because he's trying to get them to give him the performance he wants. And that's abuse. Right. I don't agree. I don't think it's abuse for him <laughs> to yell at people and say, you're, you're not doing it the way that we discussed it to be done. That's not abuse. That is the... That is the uh, unfortunate, uh, you know, the unfortunate part of his position, you know, or the unfortunate part of his position if he's cast people with whom, or he is stuck with people with whom, you know, he has difficulty sharing his vision. Is it a shortcoming that he needs to yell? Yes, it is. Is it abusive that he's yelling? I don't agree. It's abuse. Well, I, 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 well, the it, way now, that, the way that you just said depends that depends what he's yelling. Is True. he yelling, "You're a fat pig," and I don't know why I have to deal with you in this role. If I could recast you, I would. Abuse. If it's please, we just talked about not improvising that line and not doing it that way. Please, this is the tenth time we're doing it. Will you please do it the way that I'm asking, or could you just fucking do it the way that we talked about? Not abuse. I, I like I said I I am more on your side in this conver in this conversation, but I'm saying that 
we're trying to go towards a you know we need to have a discussion and not a yelling match and and, and i get it i mean I like agree. i i because I, I also honestly feel that you don't get the quality of i mean i i don't know what the hard way to say it. it's like okay you know if you want you know, you know you're not going to get the the skills of uh, of a navy seal or uh, a highly trained marine by politely asking them to do 100 push-ups right you need you know army early yelling at them right that's how you you know what i mean like like a coach do you get a nice coach is a coach going hey you know you need to try a little harder to you know get a touchdown that's not how it works right you, you like the 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 motivation needs to come from a different place but maybe that's just what we're used to and that doesn't mean it's right i think that's where i'm trying that's the question that i'm trying to come to grips with with things like this look, look scott nobody cares what you and i think <laughs> let's uh, let's ask the soul of the program you know where he falls on this if someone could wake him up i'm awake i'm listening you want to ask my opinion on like tough coaching? You're going to cut me off to talk about D and D? No, gonna... no, no. Look, my hands are up here. No buttons. Look, that that would have been brilliant, but I don't think we have any D and D this week. Um, so I do, I do, I do think there's a difference between giving constructive criticism and maybe doing it harshly and yelling at a guy. Scott, I could tell you, Scott. Hey, can we please do the show this way instead of Scott? What the fuck are you doing? I told you know what I mean. It's. I can be harsh. I have a, I have a good example and, there. Yeah, sure. It's like sandwich. We talked sandwich, about. We talked about me going to the unit. And why didn't you go to the fucking unit? <laughs> Actually, that wasn't what I was going to say. I figured. I was, I was to going to say. Or Fortnite. <laughs> you know, Dom, we talked about, you know, you getting here at 9 a.m. in the morning. And now it's 11.30 a.m. in the morning. Well, see, you have to change the times because, you know, when it's 5 five in the morning or six in the morning you know it's a little earlier as opposed to that discussion as opposed to what the fuck have you been doing for two and a half hours <laughs> just saying just give me more examples i'm trying to flesh out the argument with Kev, real world Kev, examples why the fuck are there 30 packages waiting for me when i get to pick up the, the packages as opposed to Hey, Kev, did we order 30 packages? Hey, Kev, you have a problem. <laughs> no, that, save that I, for the inter intervention. We're getting pretty close to episode 700, Kev's yeah, intervention. intervention episode. Very excited. Actually, I've, I've scheduled it for celebration, so when Kev is here, I'm going to have oh, everyone nice. Everyone at Star Wars Celebration is going to stand up and tell, tell Kev exactly how his uh, how you, addiction how has addiction affected them. feel. You know, I think that uh, Tamura Morrison is going to stand up and in, in his Kiwi accent say, Kiv, you know, it's really been bothered. That's not a good. I can't do a Kiwi accent. Can you do a Kiwi accent, Dom? No. Oh, no. All right. That's uh, not in my repertoire. Not, no. All right. Kiwis are from New Zealand, and Tamura Morrison is Australian, I'm pretty sure. So don't think he'd have a Kiwi accent. I thought he was from New Zealand. Oh, well. Um, so. Anyway. Uh, let's let's move on. Uh, let's talk about let's talk about some other news. You know, uh, Brendan Fraser is going to be. Is it Firefly in the Batgirl movie? That's a I that's think a it was Firefly. That's a character I'm not really familiar with. Do we know anything about that character? Uh, they have a jetpack and light shit on fire. Yeah, and I think they're a Batman rogue. I mean, yeah. Well, it's Batgirl. I mean, so he's in the in the Gotham yeah. Rogues Gallery, right? The opening bad guy 
from um, Lethal Weapon 3. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> but he can fly. That's the difference. All also, right. um, he was in a Batman. I think he was in a Batman game, and he was a subpar boss fight. Okay. But but again, all the news says that basically uh, Brendan Fraser is a goddamn delight to be on stage. So going to the other uh, end of the spectrum, right? Brendan Fraser is great to work with. And, I've only heard wonderful things ever. Yeah, and uh, I think Vanity Fair, maybe it was, they're throwing out the, uh, they're putting into the ether that they want a, a, a new mummy movie with Brendan Fraser. Like to just pick up today and do another one. I mean, I wouldn't hate that. I don't know what the next, I mean, I don't know what they do. Just... Go find another mummy, I guess. I mean, you would need to get them in with those Marvel trainers if they're going to do that. Because <laughs> Brandon, as a great actor, looking a little rough, a little rough around the edges. Well, I mean, it's been some time since. Didn't the first mummy come out in like 90? Is it 93? I thought it was like 98. Mm, that might have been Scorp- the second one that had the rock in it, right? The Scorpion King. Scorpion King, yeah, he was in it for like a minute. Yeah. So and then he came back in the Scorpion King movie. Yes. I mean, I, I'm all for more Brendan Fraser. He is great on uh, Doom Patrol as a robot man. So, I, I mean, I'm all for it. Can't get enough Brendan Fraser these days. Mm. No? All right. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's move on to the streamers. Uh, apparently, Ewan McGregor rewatched the prequels for the first time since their release, getting ready for Obi-Wan Kenobi. So. Ooh. I hope that helped his performance. Oh, that's not the oh, that's not the Ewan McGregor news. What's the Ewan McGregor news? How he tore up his action figure on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Oh, I did geez. see that. I didn't see it. What happened? Oh, he shit on his new uh, Obi Wan figure from Hasbro, the Black Series, the six inch. He's like, it doesn't look anything like me. <laughs> basically, something along those lines, and it, it is ripples through the industry because this is Hasbro's you know, claim to fame, photo real technology. And you have the actor holding his own action figure on national television going, doesn't even look like me. It's fucking brilliant. Wow. I almost had a stroke when I saw it. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. Do, do I need to get the clip of that for the next Hasbro rant and I'll just play that? Maybe, yeah. No, I'll look into that. Remind me to look into that. Um, I mean, they had just had a live stream that day. <laughs> wow. And... Like they didn't mention it, and they were like, "Oh, later on, surprise, surprise, surprise!" And then, of course, when the surprise came, and he just tore it up, I was dying. Man, that's I was brutal. Dying. I mean, I was dying laughing because I was just like, I mean, that Star Wars team. By the way, I think Patrick, um, the guy who I refer to as looking like a Johnny Cab. Right. And ventriloquist dummy had a baby. I think he's gone. Because <laughs> this is the second stream now where he has not been present. So I feel like he may be off the line. Which I'm not saying is a good or a bad thing. It's just a thing. Speaking of that live stream, let's just take a minute and talk about what they announced. On May the 4th, uh, the stream that was for May the 4th be with you. Um, they announced some original trilogy stuff, which was really good. They announced the um, Endor Leia. So that's Leia in a dress that no one understands the origin of because why would they just have a human dress laying around? 
<laughs> unless they ate the person who previously was in it. One, two. Um, and this is actually the exciting one for Sandwich. Uh, and that is that they finally released a Black Series Cantina band members. Oh, it's exciting because I have to pick it up. Yeah, very exciting. Because as you know, there are seven band members. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And they released it two ways. They released a single pack that comes with three horns. And then they released a deluxe that has the other, the bigger instruments, including that sit-down instrument, uh, whatever it's called, the something box, I always forget. Yeah, so Sandwich will be able to build out the entire band for his collection. And Kevin's. <laughs> What's yeah, the basement. what's the main guy's name? Figurin Dan. Figurin Dan. Is he the only named member of the Cantina band? No, they all have names, um, but they haven't really um they released it. So the single the single pack with the three horns was released as Figurin Dan. The multi-pack was non chiel Nanin Chiel. I forget his first name. Um, but that is the multi-pack that has the bigger instruments in it they look really great and if you were a guy who has been waiting for the cantina band in six inch because it's one of your wheelhouses your time has come so (laughs) some other there were some other uh there were some other releases as well they seem to have ignored i think it's the 20th anniversary of the release of attack of the clones i think i'm pretty sure they seem to have ignored that, not not have said really nothing about that. They showed some Obi-Wan. They showed a brand new Vader helmet. You know, the Black Series helmets and prop replica department. They showed a new Vader helmet. It looks good. I don't know. To me, it looks a little odd, but that's just me. Uh, a new Obi-Wan Force Effects Super Duper Deluxe Saber, which also looks really good couple of other figures some vintage uh was it like one or two vintage collection figures maybe um some other things it was rather an underwhelming and as usual uh misguided and misinformed uh presentation um you know where they talk about ridiculous things instead of uh star wars and toys so um yeah but there, there's your, there's your Hasbro rant. Not much of a rant because, and I'm going easy on Hasbro because uh, you and McGregor handed them their ass on national television. You know, they tout this photo real technology as the second coming and a reason to raise costs, by the way. And so I immediately started writing a response to Hasbro that I don't know if I posted on Facebook or not. Maybe I didn't finish it. I don't know. Or no, I think I did. Where I basically said, so can we get a few bucks off these figures now and, and dump this, this photo real technology? Because when you have the guy who it is says it looks nothing like him, that's the time when you got to be like, okay, we got to pull back a little bit because we're losing everybody, including the people who the toys are of. I mean, right, you're supposed to get on there and go, oh, my God, this is amazing. It's an action figure for me. Oh, my God. It wasn't a fucking hot toy. It was fucking fucking Black Series. Lucky it looked like him at all, which it didn't. (laughs) So, anyway. All right. That's that's the report. Well, why why don't you take us to break? With a mouthful of food. That way you can eat your keto chow in peace.
And with that, we will take this first and only break on episode 681 of Geek Stuff TNG, the one we're calling Dr. Doctor. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff TNG directly by using our GVM line. 201-730-2547. Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices? Huh? Our what? All right. Here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices. Like this. <clears throat> hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm comments. Oh! <clears throat> That's right. We want you to tell us what's hmm on your mind. What we are doing that you <laughs> like. <coughs> So call us on the GVM line, 201-730-2547, and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. <laughs> wow. Wow. What? Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Potter and Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network. Okay, here we go. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called the PieCast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. What's up? This is Mikey T, host of the Failing Hollywood Podcast. I'm just a guy who plays with props behind the scenes. On our show, we have guests who also work behind the scenes, and we joke around, we drop names, we tell real on-set stories. We even play some film games, only on the Failing Hollywood Podcast, found wherever podcasts can be found. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step -step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. And now, another classic Geek Stuff ID. Okay, I'm just going to go for it. Hello, it's Karen Gillen here, and you're listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Geek Stuff TNG. 
Live from the Sandwich Shop, Party Productions in sunny Southern California and Big Hefuna Studios. It's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you heard from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your three and three quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foil is open to attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up, all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do-do-do-do-do-do premium offer. You get what 18 scale hanger accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members, and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received. Fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or shows or conventions. And I don't need to tell you, the price tag can be quite high. The genius of the system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. Kevin, you know who this is. Bone was written and illustrated by Jeff Smith. Dave Smith is a comedian. Goodbye. That's Yes. Hi, guys. This is John from Central Illinois. Love the show. Just wanted to clarify something regarding the Marvel Cinematic Universe. What is canon and what uh, maybe used to be. But if you go to uh, Disney's Marvel website, or better yet, if you go to Disney+, Plus, they have laid out exactly what is part of the MCU and what is it? And what is it is listed under Legacy, and what is is listed under MCU, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's either in release form or timeline form, but Moon Knight is part of the MCU. They referenced the astral plane that was talked about and shown during Black Panther, and uh, there are other aspects as well, but that's the most obvious one. Uh, the only thing that is part of the MCU that's not in there are the Sony Spider-Man movies. Disney owns the character, but not the cinematic films. That's why they can put out Spider-Man cartoons, um, TV cartoons, rather. And uh, the Universal Hulk film that's part of the Incredible Hulk that's part of the MCU. What is not part of the MCU, maybe it once was, but it isn't any longer, uh, is anything that wasn't produced by Marvel Studios. So Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show, um, the Netflix series, uh, that's under Defenders Saga or something like that, uh, Agent Carter's TV show, you can see it. It's all spelled out 
on the streaming service or on the app, and it's pretty clear what is and what is not part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, and then just one other really quick thing. So Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin and Charlie Cox Daredevil, they are playing the same characters or the title characters, but those characters are not the same characters that were in the Netflix series. So I know it's kind of confusing, but Disney's laid it all out, and they've spelled it all out pretty easily if you go to the streaming service or the app. Thanks. Talk to you. I like that guy. That was good information. That was. That guy's solid. I'm going to call him Solid John. Solid John. Solid John. That's it. That's step one is the nickname. The next thing you know, you're the producer. Yeah. Your Delta Talcon name is Solid John. Solid John. That was a solid piece of info. Thank you. And, of course, the the, the first caller was... was um, uh, show Fortnite team member Cousin Dave. Fortnite TNG. The team Fortnite TNG member Cousin Dave. Um, with his comment about... What did he, what did he talk about? I'm so impressed by Solid John. I just forgot Dave. Oh, Dave Smith, right? Versus we were talking about Bone, the, like two weeks ago, the, uh, the cartoon Bone. Yeah. He said, which Smith did that? Matt, Matt Smith? Wasn't that one of the doctors? Matt Smith was a doctor. Dave Smith is a comedian. And Jeff Smith, I think, is the creator of Bone. Uh, I think he's what he's talking about. Or the other way around. He just created this. Do you want me to play the... No, I think I just got it right just then. Jeff Smith created Bone. Jeff Smith created Bone. Yeah, I think you said Dave Smith, so he was correcting No, Dave Smith was a comedian. Oh, I said it, and that's what he was correcting. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Yeah, how nice of him to chime in and correct me. Yes. Maybe instead of wasting time calling the GVM line, 201-730-2547. He could be practicing Fortnite, so Sandwich and I aren't carrying this team. <laughs> Did you get that uh, clip, William Shatner? Please don't correct me. It sickens me. You remember that one? I don't. Uh, no? Oh, man. It was when he says, Spock, sabotage the system when he's doing some kind of voiceover work, and the director is asking him to pronounce it sabotage, and he's like, I don't pronounce it that way. And he just doubles down on saying sabotage instead of sabotage. I've, I've and, never uh, heard this. Oh, oh it's, it's totally worth looking up. Oh, I will. It's almost as good, it's almost as, good as the, uh, the Orson Welles rant. Nothing is as good as the Orson Welles rant. And it's not even the Orson Welles rant. It is good. That's not what's funny. What's funny is when they redid it on Pinky and the Brain. Yes. Yeah, Pinky, Pinky redoing that perfectly is great. Pinky was um, the guy in the booth, and the Brain was the Orson Welles character, and it was hysterically funny. I mean, yeah, because Pinky is essentially, I'm sorry, the Brain is essentially Orson Welles. Yeah, basically, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yes. Well, all right, I will... Um, Let's we'll see if we can find that and maybe I'll put that at the end of the show. Um, so let's move on to some sad news. We lost a couple of comics uh, greats uh, this, this last week or two. Yeah. Um, I think uh, we'll start with George Perez. He's been fighting it for quite a while, right? It's been Not as long as you think because it just seemed to me like uh, – and, and, and this could just be the fact that we had COVID and everything else and time seems to be all fucked up. 
It seems to me like I found out George Perez was sick like three months ago. You know, and I know that he has been sick for a while, but to me, it feels like it was like, like it went from zero to, to dead really fast. And I was really, really taken aback by that. George Perez is a wonderful artist. I always had great conversations with him. He did one of my favorite Joker sketches in one of my sketchbooks that Sandwich will get one day. And it's actually, he had color Sharpies so that, you know, he used the color Sharpies on my sketch. My sketch is in color by George Perez. You know, not to mention the fact that he is an amazing artist. He's done so many great books, Teen Titans, Avengers, uh, this one, that one. Yeah, why his Wonder Woman run after Crisis on Infinite Earth was, was groundbreaking and, and so on and so forth. He is, George Perez is a comic book legend. And it's, it's, it's unreal that we're coming to the point in my life where these guys that I idolized in, in, or appreciated at least, maybe not idolized, but uh, that I appreciated and that I was a fan of and that I interacted with on multiple occasions are, are kind of dying. It really is shocking, really. So, and then, of course, the other one, it's the same exact story. You know, it's Neil Adams. You know, another amazing artist, another guy who I have... You know, I have, I have stories about both of these guys. I've told both of them on, on the show. The Neil Adams story, just a real quick recap. The Neil Adams story is that uh, Neil Adams, at, at one of those basement church cons in New York City, a thousand years ago when OG and I went in the late 90s, uh, you had Neil Adams there, and, and of course, OG and I are in early, and uh, before the floor opens and everything, and there's Neil Adams, you know, and I'm walking around, and I have my sketchbook, and I go up to Neil, and I'm like, Neil, would you please just do a really quick little head something in my, in my sketchbook of Dead Man, which, by the way, if you've never read his Dead Man stuff, brilliant, anyway. And he's like, I'm not really doing sketches, you know. And I was like, okay, I get it. He goes, you know, like, you're a little kid or something. I might do a little, you know, a little head sketch or something. I don't have any problem with that, you know. But for, like, kids, you know, I'm like, I get it. I get it. If I had a kid, you'd do it. He's, yeah, yeah. So I went to the front of the convention. And the first kid that I saw, I pointed at him. I said, you, where's your dad? And he goes, right there. And he points his dad. And his dad goes, can I help you? And I said, yeah, I want to rent your kid. He goes, you want to rent my kid? And I said, yeah, how much is it going to cost? He goes, what are you going to rent him to do? I'm like, I just want him to come with me and meet, meet a friend of mine who's an artist. And he goes, can I come too? And I'm like, yeah. So he goes, all right. And I'm like, I'm going to give the kid 25 bucks. He goes, really? And I said, yeah, 25 bucks. And he goes, all right. So I took out 25 bucks. I handed it to the kid, not the dad. The kid was probably, I don't know, 9, 10 maybe 11 years old. I said, come with me. I want to meet my friends and artists. He's like, okay. Kids are excited. So I go over and I said, and I asked the kid what his name was. I said, what's your name? He's like, Nikki, something like that. So we go over to Neil Adams. You know, Neil Adams looks up and he's smiling and goes, hey, you're back. And I said, yeah, this is my friend Nikki. He'd really love it if you did a little dead, dead man head sketch in my sketchbook. And he just laughed his ass off and said, give me the book. And did the, the head sketch. 
there you go. That's one of the very few sketches that technically I paid for, but I didn't pay Neil Adams for it. So. Right. Then what well, Neil Adams created or co-created uh, Ra's al Ghul, right? Yes, I believe that's true. Mm-hmm. And I think Man Bat is on that list too. I saw I saw one of the stories, and they were saying that uh, like they were trying to make Batman a little more serious. Yeah. And they needed a character that wasn't, you know, a clown or red or, you know, they needed something and that was where Ra's al Ghul came in. Because once you did that, then you could come back to the, you know, more ridiculous types of characters. So that was interesting. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who we call ridiculous? I mean, you know, be very a little more out there. You're treading on dangerous ground. I realize that Joker is your in your wheelhouse. I'm are not we, are we referring to the Condiment King? <laughs> because that's a ridiculous character who I love, by the way. There's nothing, there's no figure, there's nothing I wish. But Who should play the Condiment King in the DCU? Bruce Campbell. <laughs> he play everybody. Um, no, he's going to he's he's come, come off playing uh, the Mysterio variant in Multiverse of Madness. It's not a spoiler because I haven't seen the movie. I can't prove that. And that's not true. I'll, I'll spoil it right now. That is not true. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Speaking of the, the DCEU over on HBO Max, uh, Viola Davis is in talks to do uh, Amanda Waller in, the, in like a Peacemaker spinoff. So like another like a series... Just Amanda Waller series. So basically, that would isn't Amanda Waller series. Isn't that the Suicide Squad? I mean, she's in I mean, technically, right? yeah, but it depends on what the angle is. Yeah, if it's, it's the office politics of Task Force X uh, Central, it, it's an office version of Task Force X. They like send people to die, and they just look at the camera afterwards. <laughs> yeah, Amanda Waller died, not, and it's just they just do exactly office. I mean, that would be. I mean, that would be entertaining, certainly. I mean, I know some diehard fans that would just go through the roof in both ways, though. Good and bad. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, so you're right. If it's like you don't actually get to see the superhero stuff, it's all the interoffice. I I always said a superhero show where they're like either the like, what's that MCU? It's like damage control or damage something. Damaging. Where they clean up like the stuff afterwards. I would love. A show set in the universe where it's like you just deal with the shit that happens afterwards. Well, they made it like I mean, it failed quickly. No, but we can do it for good though this time because TV shows work nowadays a lot better than they used to. Right, and then you do like a gag where for like DC where you have like, oh look, there's Bruce Wayne. What a dick. <laughs> and then you just move on. You know what I mean? Like you just you have gags. I think it could work. Again, what was the show called? Who's it? I can't think of it. Alan Tudyk was in it as Bruce Wayne's cousin. What? Well, who, who's in it? Alan Tudyk was in it. They revamped. There was a Scott. Uh oh. I can't do this today. I don't got time. Hmm. I don't remember that. He said Alan Tudyk was in it, but I don't recall what the name of that. It was called Powerless. Powerless? That was the name of the TV show. Oh, okay. I don't remember that at all. Maybe that was the reason it didn't work, is because it had a bad name.
Yep. All right. So there he is. <laughs> Sam, would you, would you, would you like, like to read, read his text, text message in the video? Fuck. Well, I'm going to bring this video to an end then. And uh, I will say sayonara because uh, I got to go. So you guys should right. be able to go back in and finish up. I didn't do it yet. were really rough there what did you guys say after i left uh we named the show that we were talking about before that was powerless where alan tuddick played van wayne van wayne yeah who who ran wayne security yeah Very and, exciting and, stuff. and so so what i recall about that show uh, and i'm sure characters from that show were interviewed i, I don't remember anyway the and it had that other, the girl from, like, High School Musical, and I can't think of her name. Um, but anyway, yeah, it was originally supposed to be the cleanup thing, and I think that they had shot it and, like, were ready to go. Like, maybe they had the pilot done, and it got kicked back, and then it was revamped and then came out as the show that we saw, which was more like, um, they were like a, an, an invention company. Like, mm -hmm. I think it was originally supposed to be, like, an insurance company, like, yeah. Damage Inc. or whatever. And so, yeah. but then, like, they revamped it into a, some, a totally different show, and then it didn't last very long at all. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, I mean, it, it, the, a superhero show without the superheroes, I think, would be good. Yeah. So, um, anyway, back to the, the technical difficulties. So, the, the audio in the last part probably isn't going to be that great, because I'm going to go grab it from uh, the Instagram Live and put it back in here. Um yeah, the tape holding together the show. Uh, yeah, the string part. The, the string broke. We we meant to use the new duct tape roll, but we had to use the old. We didn't. We used the old duct tape on accident. So uh, let's see. There was uh, the only other couple of things that I wanted to mention. Uh, looks like Xbox Online. It was it DRM. Like some users weren't able to play games for like four days. What does DRM stand for? Is that like a? That's like I think it's just like a an error of some sort. It's like. The whole system just dies for some people, basically. So it's, it's the blue screen of death for the Xbox. Not a blue screen of death, because the the so the older Xboxes had a blue screen of death. It was more just like a, hey, you just can't connect to Wi-Fi for a good minute. So they they just had like a it looks like it was a server outage for four days. Yeah. yeah. Man, I mean, you know, you video gamers would be in bad shape so, without so your video games for four days. Res respectfully, respectfully. That's the great thing about just having a computer to play your games on. Oh, that's right. Oh, no. My Xbox doesn't work. I still have a computer. You're no longer a console person. You're a yeah. PC person. I'm not anti-console. I don't want to theme, you know, I'm, some, I'm some PC elitist because I'm not. I still will never make probably the transition to, control, to, to playing a game on mouse and keyboard. 
because that's the optimal way that everyone plays games. But I like a controller in my hand because that's how I was raised. Now, can you can't you con- connect a controller to your PC? Which is what I do right now. Yeah. Okay. So you can still. So you. So you're not giving yeah. up the controller. No. To do to do PC gaming. No, you don't have to. Right. You just get like a USB USB C cord and just have it plugged in, and then the right. Xbox controller just have a, a plug in the top for USB C. So. Right. So. All right. Well, then over to Activision. They're still having troubles. Uh, Activision Blizzard again accused of threatening employees for speaking out. I mean, I don't know what else <laughs> could come out that the company can't. I mean, they've already like getting sued to the. It's to kingdom the, come it's, right what crimes can they do next to really <laughs> raise the bar like what, how, how can we make our crime at activision blizzard more crimeable and, and didn't did the sale go through or did it get like messed up i, I think it, i didn't hear it not going through so i think it did go through so their new owner yeah. and who did microsoft bought blizzard who bought who bought yes, activision? microsoft yeah, microsoft so- bought blizzard yeah and then who's Xbox is Sony? No, no. Xbox is Microsoft. Sony so, is PlayStation. So Sony's PlayStation. So so Microsoft owns Xbox and Activision Blizzard now. Yes. All right. Yeah, they're really going all in on the video game front. It's funny because I, I remember in school learning about this thing called like a monopoly thing <laughs> and busting those up. And I feel like, you know, it's been a hundred years. I feel like we're getting back to that point. We need to just it doesn't doesn't Disney just own every movie? I mean, just about. There's really, I mean, man, when you talk about, like, media, yeah, I mean, Disney owns the lion's share of the content out there, right? And the other half is... And, uh, like, I'm a very know. pro-Disney gentleman. How is no one saying anything yet? How is there not a, a thing about this yet? I mean, but is it an essential service? You know what I mean? It's not like they own all the water and you have to. You can only buy water from no, Disney. No, yeah, yeah, no fair but it's like although they do charge like seven bucks for it in the park but that, no that's not true that's not true. seven bucks wow that's a that's cheap <laughs> but yeah i mean like, oh, you're I right the, if i want to get a drink at disney i'll go on the water park rides just open my mouth a little right bit and try to catch something no, weren't, weren't you the one that was saying that they should uh i think i feel just feel like i've heard someone saying they should buy uh dc uh-huh. and then trade it to Sony just to get Spider-Man back. Like here, we'll give you a piece yeah, of shit DC yeah. just so we can get, so we can just own all of Spider-Man and then exactly. Sony, you That's can go you do, do whatever the hell you want with the DC stuff. Yeah. So, well now also it's Warner discovery media now. Yeah. I mean, so theoretically, came... theoretically all bets are off, right? You know, new, yeah. you get new boss technically. And, uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens over there. Um, I don't know. Let's, let's wrap up with a couple of things. Uh, not, do you have any product to talk about with Kev not here? I, I do not. Uh, be ready, though. I think next week we get a new D&D book. New D&D uh, book? Actually, no. Next week it comes out. We won't have it next week, but it'll come out next week. Yeah, and then you got 30 uh, boxes waiting for you at the... <laughs> Hopefully not 30 at this point, but, you know. Um, let's see. Let's let's jump onto the, the conventions calendar, right? So, again, we've got Star Wars Celebration is May 26th, mm-hmm. 27th, 28th, 29th, right? So that's next... So- that's in two weeks. Is celebration like a? Uh, this sounds really silly. It's a real convention, right? It's not like I know it's Star Wars based, but do they do all the con stuff? Just everything is Star Wars. Yes, I would call it an expo, right? Oh, so there's a okay. difference. Like it's so, like a toy fair. It's a toy fair Comic Con mix. Yeah, I mean, so like like San Diego Comic Con, Wonder Con, 
uh, you know, LA Comic Con, a convention is different than D23, which is D23 Expo, right? So an exposition, I, I think there's just a little bit different level of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so, so I don't know if Celebration is considered a convention, or I do think it's the Star Wars convention. Um, but yeah, it's just all Star Wars. So, you know, all of the vendors... You know, you're not going to see random T-shirt company. You're going to see yeah. Star Wars T-shirts, you know, over in, if there's an artist alley, everybody's only going to have their Star Wars stuff up. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to find some generic anime booth that's just selling these prints I have from online. Right. But, but if an anime person had a good amount of Star Wars stuff, they may have their yes. other stuff there in their book, but the display would just be their Star Wars stuff. You know, I mean, honestly, that's like the Hellmouth Con that, that I'm uh, attending right immediately after. The v following weekend after Celebration is Hellmouth Con in L.A., and that is, you know, really all the Whedonverse stuff, right? So that's, you know, the Avengers and Toy Story and, uh, you know, then Buffy the Vampire Slayer and uh, Serenity and the TV show based on Serenity or that Serenity was based on. And, and so all of those, and so the artists that are there in their kind of artist alley you know, they've got all of their, you know, Whedonverse material. They may do other stuff, but, like, you wouldn't just show up if you just did random anime, right? You know, it's just, yeah. you're kind of in that wheelhouse. I think Celebration's going to be the same way. Uh, if you're in the L.A. area, though, I would uh, strongly recommend going and checking out the Hellmouth Con if you like, uh, you know, Buffy and Firefly and Angel and Dollhouse and... Oh, you said it. you got to do the yeah. thing now. Uh, no, it doesn't work when I say it. Apparently, we've transitioned, and it, we do it when Kev says it. So. Oh, okay. And then don't forget, FurnaceCon is June 4th uh, in... Uh, what, what city is FurnaceCon in? Is it on uh, Long Island? In the greater Long no, Island No, it was in area. New Jersey. It was in New Jersey. Is it? I don't remember. Check the last I'm episode. I'm aware of FurnaceCon. Look up FurnaceCon, and, or check out the, uh, the Geek Stuff TNG uh, Twitter page where we have retweeted them. Uh, let's see. So that's it for the, uh, convention news. And then lastly, uh, in other podcast news, there's going to be a squirrel girl podcast, like a, like a fictionalized, like a, you know, not a podcast like this where we just talk, but a, uh, what's the right term for that? Like, uh, like, a like one of those old, like radio stories. Yeah. Like a radio play. Like, a, you know, like they did a Wolverine one called the long, yeah. Midnight or something like that, and I think there's a Batman one out there right now. Anyway, there's going to be a Squirrel it's like Girl. Like a radio one. play. Yeah, yeah. So keep an eye out for that. Can, can I say something? And people can hate me for this. I don't like Squirrel Girl <laughs> at all. I don't. I, I I'm aware that Squirrel Girl exists, and that's it. Yes. My problem is that, like, I feel like they do this thing with Harley Quinn, where it's like they just generically let her do things that like. Oh, she beat Thanos. It's like, okay, but like, why? <laughs> why did she beat Thanos? Like, it just seems silly and not even like a cool fun way. It's just silly, like, like a gag. And that's not cool. I don't mind joke characters, but why? This this seems like a weird place to, to put your gag. It's just <laughs> like, you know, oh, I beat Thanos one time cool and then people use it as a measuring stick because when you inevitably have a comic talk with your friends like oh squirrel girl is the best because she beat thanos like oh but did she really so but it's like, like squirrel girl thanos captain marvel like, that's the way that it goes yeah like is that scarlet witch is like way up there yeah i mean that's the problem with comics nowadays anyways it's just like continuity is dead so you can't say who's powerful on any given day condiment king uh defeats the entire dcu <laughs> i just Why? saw because it's just who's writing the story right they, they have those uh you know 
who would win. I just saw it on Twitter today, and it was uh, Batman versus the Hulk. And somebody said, "Well, obviously the Hulk," and it showed uh, a a a, oh, a gif from the from the seventies Hulk series where Lou Ferrigno, you know, as the Hulk, basically like just picks up a bear and like throws it, and then, and then you see this like very clearly like stuffed shitty taxidermy bear go flying through the across the horizon, and it was hilarious. And he goes, "But clearly the Hulk would beat Batman if he could throw a bear like that." So, see what, what's annoying is there was you know you remember I think. The D, when they did the DC Marvel like versus comics, mm-hmm. so Batman and Hulk fought. Oh yeah, actually, yes. It's one of the, was one of my least favorite. It is my least favorite comic mo- moment of all time. So Hulk and Batman were fighting, and Batman's like, "I need to make him breathe this knockout gas so I can knock him out. So I'm going to punch him in the solar plexus so he has to inhale the knockout gas." <laughs> You're telling me, Batman punched. Hulk so hard, he, he he lost his breath. Right. When the Hulk beat goes toe to toe with like Thor and like gods on a regular basis, but Batman, this man with money, <laughs> he he can knock the wind out of it. Just felt so stupid, and it's just like okay, you know, if they're doing this fight, that Batman has to win because like all oh, the unsurmountable odds to increase the Batman mythos. But yeah, I, but, I am also a Hulk fan, so I definitely have a biased opinion. But still, I mean, even as a Batman fan, I mean, he's got a contingency plan for everybody, right? But Superman yeah. has a weakness, right? Yeah. Hulk doesn't have a weak. Hulk just gets stronger the matter he gets. What the only thing that Batman could do is say, you know, oh, the sun's setting, big guy, or whatever. Like, you know, what what he could he do? Him, sure. Right, but I mean, outsmart him all day. I get that. Don't punch him in the stomach. It's like, <gasps> yeah, you can't beat the Hulk with brute force. And, and and a knockout gas wouldn't work on the Hulk. Like he's immune to stuff like that, right? I know. He doesn't even need to I breathe. Know. I know. So, yeah, it's, I, it's I, I think that's problematic. Being a Hulk fan, having to see, having to see your character propped up to make other characters strong. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap this up. Let's do the social medias. What's Kev's social medias? Uh, you could see him. Uh, on everywhere except Xbox at BK Geek Stuff, and on Xbox he's Big Kev GS. Yeah. And then, what about you? You can find me on Instagram and Fortnite at Fat Dumbledore. F A T D O M B L E D O R E. And after all of the. Uh technical difficulties i am still your unpaid producer uh pi day scott that's p-i-d-a-y-s-c-o-t-t on instagrams and twitters and um please like and follow and subscribe to the show's instagram and all of that it is geek stuff tng and all of those places over on the facebook kev puts lots of good content and articles over there as well and again check us out over on the patreon where you can have access to the discord for a dollar a month you get the early word special for three dollars a month you get the bonus round every weekend for five dollars a month and for ten dollars a month you get to watch the show live on instagram and with that we will end this technical difficulty filled show episode 681 the one we titled dr doctor the way we end some episodes by saying good night mike haggerty Wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music.
Let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. <laughs> 